you're alive now. So everything's good. Let's just keep things as they are. We, you know, we like familiar. We don't like this strange new stuff. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. My guest today is Orlina Carrick. She's a doctor and family health advocate who has some really interesting ways of teaching about habits and motivation. And I know that you are going to love the things that she has to share. If you've listened to this podcast before, or maybe if this is your first time, I would really appreciate it if you would go to your podcast player and follow, rate, and review this show so that other people can find it and benefit from it. During my interview with Dr. Orlina, what I'd love for you to listen for are the things that she says about motivation and how to tap into it. In particular, how to design a compelling vision for the future that will keep you motivated. I'd also love for you to listen for what she says about the rickety bridge when it comes to changing habits and how to cross it. And finally, why you need to take the first step in making improvements to your health and fitness. Here's my interview with Dr. Orlina. The big thing is seeing that long-term picture. So I love to do this exercise with people. You know, you're standing at a crossroads and what happens if you don't make any changes to your life? Where, where are you going to be in, say, 10 or 20 years' time? And the answer is, well, things are going to be the same or worse. So depending on where you are, that might mean that you're overweight or not fit, potentially looking at lots of horrible illnesses. Or the fun and exciting part, you can start to think about, okay, I'm going to make those changes. And in 10 years' time, I've made all of those changes. I teach people four healthy pillars. So I've made changes to all of those pillars and everything's on autopilot. I'm loving my life. I'm healthy and fit. And really, a lot of people can be the healthiest they've ever been, the fittest they've ever been. I know at 46 that I am far fitter than I was when I was younger in terms of, okay, when you're younger, you have sort of what I call muscles of youth, you know, energy of youth, don't you? But not including that. So what does that look like for you? And create that picture and think about all the amazing things that you can do. And it's different for everybody. It might be, you know, I want to go on 12, 12 mile hike with my friends. I want to be able to do that and feel I can keep up. It might be that you want to go swimming or you want to spend time with your kids or potentially, you know, in the future, grandchildren and really create that possibility. And that is your 
inner motivation. Mm-hmm. And the thing about motivation is everybody kind of thinks, oh, I'm going to wait until I'm motivated. This motivation is going to fall from the sky. And that's not how motivation works. We have to tap into our motivation. We have to generate our own motivation. So it's about keeping that vision and that idea alive. And what happens to people as they go on this journey, and healthy living is a marathon and not a sprint. It's about setting it up so that you're doing it day after day after day and hopefully doing things that you enjoy and love. But you start doing it and then your brain starts saying, I can't do it. It's not worth it. And your brain does this thing where it flips in and out of possibility. So the possibility is the future. Yeah, it's great. And then your brain says something like, I'm going to die. You're going to die fat. I quote somebody I spoke to yesterday, and that's what her brain says. You're just going to die fat. So there's no point in making any of these changes. And you have to think about why you have that voice that's the left side of your brain and what it really is trying to do is protect you its job is to keep you safe Hmm. so you know we want to give thanks to that part of our brain because it's good to be kept safe but it doesn't like change Um, and it's saying hey you know what you're alive now so everything's good let's just keep things as they are we you know we like familiar we don't like this strange new stuff that you're trying change is uncomfortable yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But once you're aware of that, you can take steps to to change that. But so often, this is what happens. People jump in and out of feeling motivated. And then, oh, I lack motivation. I feel motivated. I lack motivation. And once you can see that picture, you can then use tools, whatever you want. It might be journaling. It might be, you know, just having the ability to recognize that voice and go, hey, you know what? I hear you, but it's OK. We can do this. Um, so yeah, I think that piece is really important when you're making changes. Awesome. So that piece of just to recap a little bit, that awareness of the motivation and that little, that little demotivating voice (laughs) and learning what to do with it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, thinking about that emotional wellness piece essentially a big part of it is just self-awareness and Mm -hmm. it's almost like you want to step out of yourself and be aware that something is happening so you know for me I sometimes feel myself getting grumpy with my children take today for example it's super hot here at the moment I went to the supermarket I came back at lunchtime and I've got to unpack the car and get lunch out for the kids and you know then my child is grumpy with me and it's like oh my goodness I can hear this voice snapping But when you're aware of it, you can make steps to change it. But when you're just caught up in that moment and you're not aware of it, then you're reacting from that, you know, reactive place of like, I'm just going to let loose and I'm going to shout and yell and then regret what you did afterwards. And gradually, as you get more self-aware, you can go, okay, I can see this happening. I'm going to stop it before it spirals out of Mm. control. I'm going to put in measures so that it doesn't happen in the first place. And just aim to not spiral, what I call spiral out of control. Okay. Wow. So you you mentioned some tools. Would you mind, uh, and you said like journaling, and there's a couple other things that you listed. Would you mind telling about some of those more specifically? Like, are there exercises that you recommend? Well, Um, it's different for everybody. I think the key is finding your, the tools that work for you. So 
The first thing I think is to just think about how our brains work. We're emotional creatures. Mm -hmm. um, so we have emotions and thoughts and we're primarily emotional creatures who think as opposed to thinking creatures who feel emotions, but you know, mm -hmm. they are closely tied up. So a negative thought is going to lead to a negative emotion. So a thought of I'm not worthy is going to make you feel, you know, not great and horrible. And that's going to lead to an action of, I don't know, going to the fridge and eating something. And then mm. you judge yourself. So being aware of that loop is one thing. But specific tools, I mean, it just depends. You know, there are tools that you can use on a daily basis to prevent, you know, to reduce stress, to prevent yourself from spiraling out of control and tools that you can use in an emergency. And the tools are things like meditation. So meditation has so many benefits, but is really good for self-awareness. Mm. Um, exercise is another fabulous one. I love exercising. At the moment, I swim in the sea every single morning. It helps me feel invigorated and full of energy. Um, yeah, journaling is another one. Things that um, use your right brain as well. So those sort of repetitive tasks like knitting and coloring, um, hmm. things that you can get absorbed into are another good way of really just giving your brain a little bit of a break during the day because our brains just are busy going, 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 and sometimes they just need to stop. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting that you said that. I think as you know, for, for my experience, when I engage in those types of repetitive type of tasks, like that's when there's more creative ideas happening. Like, like you said, give your brain a break and it, it enjoys it. <laughs> it needs it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Cool. Um, all right. Awesome. I, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, changing habits and that's, you know, the, the purpose really of our this podcast to begin within is all about making big changes in life through little steps. Um, and one of the specific things that, that you are personally uh, you've experienced and that you help others with is the challenges that, that parents face in doing that. Um, is it all right if we change gears a little bit Absolutely. and talk about, talk about that? I really think that that would be really interesting. So um could you tell me a little bit about, um, well, maybe we could start with why are, why is it so difficult to change habits? Uh, and in particular for parents, those with, those with kids. Okay. Fabulous. Those are two big topics. So let's start first of all, with why it's difficult to change habits. Yeah. So if we look at habits, habits are really amazing. And I like to think of our brain as made up of different parts. It makes it so much easier to understand. And if mm -hmm. we think, oh, I've got one brain and it's me. If you think of your brain as sort of that thinking part of your brain, which you kind of think of as you, and then your habit brain, which does things very, very efficiently, subconsciously and without thinking about them. And that's the real key is that we're doing things without thinking about them. Well, why do we have habits? because it's amazingly efficient. Can you imagine what it would be like if every day when you wake up, you're like, oh, I need to learn to brush my teeth, you know? Like I have to think about it and set a, a timer to remember to brush my teeth and I'm gonna do this teeth brushing thing twice a day. We would have so much to do, our brains just wouldn't cope. So it creates this habit, 
which is, you know, just a sort of, like think of it as a program that runs. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Now for our brains, it doesn't care what your habit is. It doesn't care whether it's a healthy habit or a not healthy habit. It just runs this habit. And your habits are things that fall back, you fall back on when life happens. Now, the thing about changing habits is you have to instill that new habit such that you're no longer thinking about it because people Mm -hmm. kind of go, okay, well, I've created this new habit of, let's say, going to bed at 1030 every night. And I got a few weeks in and then I got busy and I forgot about it. Well, the truth is you didn't create a habit. You started with a seedling Mm -hmm. habit, but it wasn't a proper habit. When you've stopped thinking about it and you're still doing it, that's when it's a habit. So it's difficult because we take our eye off the ball and stuff happens and it's like an elastic band. You get pinged back to your old habits. Mm -hmm. So you really need to get over what I call the rickety bridge. And then you've got all these amazingly healthy habits. And then you just do all of these healthy things without thinking about them. So does that answer? Rickety bridge. Yeah, no. I like that. I like you're, you are a great teacher. I love the way that you use examples. Um, so yeah, the rickety bridge, tell me more about that. Like, what, what do you mean? Well, just this, this, you know, you're sat there, this is place a where I've got all these unhealthy habits. I want to get to place B, which is where I feel amazing. I've got all these amazing healthy habits. I eat healthily. I exercise healthily and I do it all without thinking because it's habit. But to get from A to B, there's what I call the rickety bridge. And it's fun and it's enjoyable. But the problem is, if you don't make it all the way across the rickety bridge, you know, it's like an Indiana Jones bridge and someone, you know, knocks it down. Suddenly you're back where you started. And that's the problem because that's where people feel deflated and frustrated and like, oh, I tried this thing and it didn't work. Um, And then they start to think, oh, there's something wrong with me. I can't do anything. And it it's no, you're not different. You have a human brain, you have a human body. It's just, you didn't get across to the other side. You didn't really get those habits firmly, firmly grounded. Mm -hmm. So how do you get across the other side? Well, that is a very (laughs) good question. (laughs) And I would say, go and get some help, go and get yourself a health coach. And you know, the reality is People are busy doing their lives. They're busy doing other stuff. You can do it by yourself if you pay a lot of attention, a lot of energy. You're constantly, you know, focused on it, essentially. So, of course, you can do it. But the reality is you're busy doing other stuff. You know, the clients I work with, um, thinking about one, was a dentist. She knows what healthy living is, but she's busy being a dentist. She doesn't have time to work out how to create those habits for herself so the reality is the easiest way is to you know to get a health coach and on that side note I would say you know I'm happy to chat to people and um you know chat to them for a bit and see where Mm -hmm. they are if you if you don't have the budget for a health coach you know getting someone to do it with you so you know your partner a group can be helpful And if you don't have the budget to join, you know, a program or a group, what I would say is just do one habit. Just start with one small change and do that for two or three months and then make another habit and then 
do that for two or three months and then make another habit. So you're building on your habits. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Those are great tips. So I'm thinking uh, as a parent or parents that are trying to change habits, um, obviously their family is affected. The bridge maybe is is longer or more rickety. <laughs> for <them. laughs> It depends on, I mean, it, everybody's different. Every family is different. Um, and I actually think that it doesn't depend so much on the family and the dynamics as on that first piece, the mindset piece. Okay. And the reality is, is, you know, when I work with clients, I see some people will come to me and, you know, I want to change the way they eat. So I say, eat more vegetables. It's super simple. Eat more vegetables. If they've got a reasonable mindset of, yeah, I can do this. They'll be easy. That'll be easy for them. But some people are starting further back and they're like, oh, this is really difficult and complicated and I can't do it. And I'm not worthy of making changes and looking after myself. So those people need to get their mindset sorted out before they can realize that, you know what, actually eating vegetables is, is easy. It's, you know, go and get some frozen peas out of the freezer. It, it'll take you literally 30 seconds. It doesn't have to be complicated. So yeah, I think that's the differentiating, differentiating bit. Okay. Yeah. So for sorting that mindset out, you know, kind of, I know we're kind of back to where we started. It would just be a matter of starting to become aware of some of the self-talk that's happening. Like let's slow down and let's analyze what's yeah. really happening inside. Yeah, exactly. essentially. I mean, the issue is you're kind of using your brain to fix your brain. So it depends where you are. And if you can get that mindset of, do you know what? I can change how I think and I can not control my emotions, but what I can do with my emotions is not spiral down that negative plug hole. So, you know, I get upset, but instead of getting upset for three days, I get upset for say 30 minutes and I've got those tools to do that. Um, yeah, essentially it is just going, okay, I'm, I'm in control of my thoughts and my emotions, and I'm going to train myself to look at the positive, to pick those thoughts that are going to help me get to my goal, as opposed to those thoughts that are going to stop me from getting to my goal. I'll give you an example of my, yeah. my son, when he was ride, learning to ride a bicycle, um, I have twins, they're eight now, but when they were younger, and when my daughter was three, obviously they were both three, but she jumped on a bike and sort of went, I can do this. And off she went. And he is much more reserved and didn't do that. And he, a few years later on, he's still like, oh, I can't really ride a bike. And he's busy saying to himself, I can't ride a bike. I can't ride a bike. And I'm looking at him and thinking, well, you can do the pedaling bit and you can do the pushing off bit. So which bit of not riding a bike can't you do? But if you're busy saying to yourself, I can't do it, I can't do it it's much more difficult to actually do it. And, you know, I'd be running behind him and he's busy cycling and I can't keep up with him. And he turns around and he's going, I can't do it. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't do it? You are doing it. Um, but his brain is busy saying, no, I can't do it. <laughs> wow. That's a, uh, yeah. Awesome story. Good example. Um, it reminds me of that quote, like whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> exactly. That's so true. That's so true. It's exactly that. Wow. Um, I'm curious, just kind of kind of wrapping up, what advice might you give to someone who maybe they're hearing our conversation here and they're thinking like, 
I got to make so many changes. How do I even get started? What might you say to them? Um, Well, you just need to take them one at a time. So again, it's creating that image, that, you know, possibility. And then you don't have to know every single step you need to take to get there. So it's like when you think, okay, I'm sitting here in Barcelona and I want to get to, let's say, New York. How am I going to get there? Well, I guess that's not a great example because you're just going to get on an airplane. But, you know, you break it up, don't you? And you think, okay, I need to get to the airport now. How am I going to get to the airport? Oh, I'm going to get a bus to the airport. So you've done that first bit and you don't exactly know what's going to happen at the airport. You trust you can find the gate and that you can do that. But it's just start, start on the journey. And um, yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can just be easy. Awesome. Yeah. And I suppose like with that example, if you, if you never get to the airport, you'll never be able to figure out where the gate is. Right. So exactly sit at home worried. I don't know what the airport's like. I don't, you got to get there first. So just take that first. Exactly. Yeah. Take that first. (laughs) There's going to be a signpost, which says, Oh, you know, your gate will be this one. And then you can think, okay, I'm going to go to that gate and you'll find your seat. Yeah. And um, but you don't know that when you're sitting at home I love or, it. you know, who, you don't know all the details, but you trust. OK, I can get on the bus. I can find my my seat. I can find all of these things and I'll arrive in New York. And when I get to New York, then I'm going to have to figure out how to get from the airport to um, the hotel or wherever yeah. you're going yeah. to stay. Wow. OK. Yeah. I see the application to healthy, healthy habits and healthy living very much. So just take the first step and trust you're going to keep figuring it out from that new vantage point all along the way and as i say i'm more than happy to chat to people you know i say come and chat 30 minutes and we'll go through my four pillars see where you are see where you'd like to get to and give you a bit of clarity awesome cool um what's the best way for people to get in contact with you well, thank you for asking. My website is drordina.com and um, it's got my podcast and how to book a call on there. Okay, very good. I will link that as well for sure in thank the you. show notes. So Dr. Orlina, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. I don't know about you, but I think I could listen to her all day long, especially when she shares those word pictures that help us to visualize the concepts that she's talking about. I'm so thankful to Dr. Orlina for coming on the show. And if you would like to get in touch with her, I will include all her links in the show notes. So please um, reach out to her if you feel like she could support you. And again, um, during our conversation, we talked a little bit about the family, but we just ran out of time and we didn't dig in too much into that. So If you are someone who has a family and you're struggling with healthy living and changing habits as a family, Dr. Orlina is an awesome resource. Feel free to reach out to her. She welcomes our listeners to do so. Um, So again, her links are going to be in the show notes. Just as far as action steps go, I want you to think back to what she talked about at the outset of our conversation about motivation and about having that compelling vision for the future. If you're making changes and everything's going great, where are you going to end up? What's exciting for you about that? And the reason that's so important is we can tap into it, like she explained, in order to stay motivated. Um, We've talked about this before on the show. 
um, experts when it comes to habits will tell you that we change best when we're feeling good. So instead of you know being motivated by fear or pain or you know worry about the future, if I don't change this, I'm gonna get sick, I'm gonna die young. Instead of thinking about those as a source of motivation, it's so much better for us to be motivated by something positive. And that vision for the future can motivate you every single day if you take some time, even just a minute, to think about it, to get that picture in your mind of the future that you want when you've incorporated consistently healthy decisions into your life. But the only way that you can use it every single day as a source of motivation is if you take some time initially to do what Dr. Orlina instructed and paint the picture to begin with for yourself. So sit down and think about what does the future look like when I'm living the healthy life that I want to be living? One year down the road, two years down the road, maybe 10 years down the road, what does it look like? What things am I doing now or I'm sorry, in the future, right? What things am I doing in the future compared to what I'm doing now that are going to be exciting for me? What things can I do then that I can't do right now? What things will I be experiencing then that I can't experience right now? What does that future really look like? What is it going to feel like? Why is it so important for me to keep moving toward it. If you need to, I'm, I'm, I love journaling. Um, sit down and write it out. Just, just take five or 10 minutes. Write out what the future might look like for you when everything's going your way in terms of health and fitness. You can add to it later, but use it every single day in order to feel positive, in order to feel excited about this journey. Again, if a conversation through this would help you, you can reach out to Dr. Orlina or reach out to our team. I'm happy to help as well, Nate at beginwithin.fit. Feel free to reach out. We'll get a call scheduled and I'd be happy to coach you through designing that picture of the future for yourself that can keep you motivated day in and day out. If you are tired of feeling frustrated, and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.